Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. We're going to jump in live right now as officials are giving an update on that Texas megachurch shooting. Uh, let's jump in and take a listen Not here. saying a security breach at all, and that's an important question. Uh, we want to acknowledge the security uh, that they had around uh, the uh, um, uh, church uh, that day and, and, and all the days. Go ahead. Can you talk, sir, about the relationship between the suspect and the seven-year-old fighting for their life? I've let the investigators say say a few words on it, uh, but uh, we do believe it's 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 a relative, and and, and uh, I think it's been confirmed uh, that is the biological mother, and if I'm I'm correct on that, and that yeah, it's the biological mother. Okay. We have a question about, about the gun, the weapon. This might be also a special agent charge. We understand that she had a previous criminal background that showed she had a misdemeanor charge for a weapon that was taken away from her, and that the FBI also made question about a possible weapon she was going to purchase in 2023. How was she able to get a hold of these weapons? That's part of the investigation, and and uh, um, the, the, he, he can speak to that um, if, if you if you want really quickly. But uh, that's the challenges that we have, and that's what law enforcement uh, talk about all the time. We need to make sure everything is tight, and we're not people standing up here uh, against second right amendments, but uh, people who are suffering from mental illness, uh, criminals, criminals, um, and and yes. Um, so we're we're looking at that, that and if uh, you want to add to it, you okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Come on. I don't. Yeah. I don't really have anything to add. I think it's uh, we're in the infancy stages right. of this. I, I completely understand. We want to know the motive, how she got the weapon, why she did this. Uh, we're not there yet. If and when the FBI does make an inquiry about weapons that are going to try to be purchased by someone who has a mental health issue and a criminal background, what do you do with that information then afterwards? 
So when that information uh, comes through, uh, the FBI will receive it, and, and then we share that with our with our local partners. Yes. Chief? Yes, go ahead. Was it clear how much ammunition the suspect was carrying amongst those two rifles? I think we're still working through it, but can I say multiple uh, rounds of ammunition? Uh, multiple rounds were fired, but just 24 hours into it, I, I don't want to give you a definitive answer. Multiple rounds uh, and multiple rounds fired. Go ahead, and we'll work our way to the back. Go ahead, Mario. Yeah. The said in Spanish indicated Christopher Christian Moreno. Is that the officer for HPD that returned fire? Yes, Christopher Moreno. And we'll be sending that information out to y'all. Um, and I don't want to speak for my uh, TABC, uh, but we'll, we'll get that out uh, sometime pretty soon. Go ahead. Because we're dealing with multiple Morenos, is there any relation here? Just want to make sure. No. No, not do we know of course. Now, with regards to, I need a clarification. Now, my question. <laughs> One more, and this is it. It's a lot of people in this room. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Mario. Go ahead. Thank yeah. you for the transparency. Okay. We really appreciate it. All right. Uh, I got it at 153. He arrives, or she arrives, on, forgive, forgive me, she arrives at 153. Right. declared dead by HPD. How long right. before. This is the uh, shooting of the Texas megachurch, Joel Osteen's church. Shooter is a transgender the, immigrant from El Salvador. The shooting began uh, almost instantaneously upon her on entering the, the building, which roughly 155. Takes her a little over a minute to get in after talking with the security guard. The firing commences right after that. There's a, a few-minute gun battle, for lack of a better term. Uh, they're exchanging gunfire, and uh, she is down. And then our, our officers followed their tactical training. They uh, they linked up. They they talked, talked about a game plan, approached the body. Somebody else pulled the 7-year-old to safety. And so all, all of this transpired within a matter of you know, less than 12 minutes. And we'll get a timeline a little bit later. Let me get you some more questions. Go ahead. Why Lakewood Church? That's a long way from Conroe where she lives. I, I can't uh, speculate for her. That's part of the investigation. Uh, but uh, it could be any place of worship. And, and as I said earlier, and I, I want us to, to kind of get this. It could be any location. Uh, bad people. Are people, su are individuals suffering from mental illness and, and, and with guns? We need to all look out for them. Those family members she was in a dispute with, though, did they attend services there? No, not at all. Go ahead, and then we'll work our way back to you. There are resources for all the community, all the community uh, that are there. Say that one more time. I'm very sorry. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, go ahead. Come up. Hector. All right, so they're jumping away from this. Uh, the, bottom line is this. The, the seven-year-old who was shot, who's not expected to survive, they're not sure, is the, is the biological son of the shooter. The shooter utilized male and female names. And it's trying, and there was a, a Palestine sticker on the shooter's gun. But it, I mean, obviously there's an anti-Semitic and possibly an anti-Christian bias here, and we, we just don't know all these things. But, you know, Tom Massey, Congressman Tom Massey asked a great point, which is we've had a number of these shootings lately by people who identify as transgender. And are they on any drugs? Can we know what drugs they're on so we can understand potentially now what mental health impacts are going on here? Because I think it would be very, very helpful if we can, if we can know that. And I, I think that that's a legitimate question. You know, if you're if you're talking about mental illness, okay, what 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 sort of drugs 
if anything, were these shooters on? Because we know with the the Nashville shooting, we know with the um, this shooting, there were a couple others too, where the shooters all identified as transgender, and are they using hormone drugs? Are they not using drugs? Are they using antidepressant drugs? I mean, all all of these questions that we have, and we just don't have answers for them right now, but. I think it's a it's a very good point that um, Congressman Massey asked. All right. Anyway, welcome to the show. The suspect have been arrested six times, by the way, since 2005. So there's there's a lot coming out now, and I'm understanding it was a I, I believe I, I believe a biological woman who identifies with uses both male and female names and shot her own son. She had identified as a man at different times. She had used a man's name, but I, I, but I, as I understand it, it's a biological woman. And she shot her own son. It's a terrible, terrible, awful situation. And again, I have lots of questions regarding the mental health medications, all kinds of things that we may not get the answers to because, the, again, this completely blows the narrative. You know, it's supposed to be a white MAGA guy doing stuff like this, not a, an immigrant from El Salvador with a Palestine sticker on the gun. Who, who, ident- who uses male and female pronouns. It doesn't fit the narrative. So obviously the story will go away very, very fast. Uh, there's a lot going on. And um, welcome back to the show. I'm glad you're here. I hope you had a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl last night. There's a lot going on about Ukraine. And I I, I, I got to tell you, at the very, very top of the show right now, uh, early this morning, I got a note from my friend who sent me a note that J.D. Vance had put out a memo And J.D. Vance's memo is warning all the members of Congress that within the bill for Ukraine funding, there is a poison pill that could lead to the impeachment of Donald Trump again if he gets into his second term. So I'm going to share that with you as the show goes on today. Police have also uncovered anti-Semitic writings of this shooter at the the, uh, Lakewood Lakewood Church in Texas. Uh, The other big story, of course, is Joe Biden's mental health and the fact that after the special counsel came out last week and said that he's he can't stand trial because he's lost his freaking marbles. uh, The only the only competent presidential candidate to to be able to stand trial is Donald Trump. The other presidential candidate is mentally incompetent to stand trial. So we're not going to pursue charges against him. And that's Joe Biden. There's been a lot of questions over the weekend about are they going to swap out Joe Biden and all Throughout the weekend, there were quite James Carville, David Axelrod. They 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 did the circuit. Um, Trump's, I mean, Biden's campaign people telling everybody Biden's not going anywhere. Biden's going to be there. Biden's not leaving the race under no no circumstances is Biden leaving the race. But there's two important things to know. The first one is the old saying, you know, Ophelia doth protest too much, or methinks that she doth protest too much, or however the Shakespearean quote is, how you like to say it. David Axelrod spending a lot of time telling us it's not going to be Michelle Obama. It's not going to be Michelle Obama. That's the other thing as I started the day today. I got a note from my friend Susie Cool on Twitter, who forwarded me what David Axelrod had said to Michael Smirconish on CNN Saturday morning and said, you see, you see, it's not going to be Michelle Obama. And the point that I that I made back is, well, if it is going to be Michelle Obama, they're not going to tell you it's going to be Michelle Obama. They're, they're, if that happens, it's going to be a last minute switcheroo at the convention. 
It's going to be something that happens because it just has to happen. And as Bill Maher said over the weekend, nobody really gives an F what you do with the convention anyway. So they'll play a little game, and a little switcheroo, but they're not going to tip their hand to that now. Of course they're going to say there's no chance Michelle Obama would do it. She hates, she hates politics, doesn't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. But of course that's what would happen. She would, if, and I'm not predicting this, I'm just telling you that if it were to occur that way, then what would happen is Michelle Obama would say, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this to save my country from the bad man, the evil Donald Trump. Speaking of the bad man Trump, Maureen Dowd over the weekend from the far right wing New York Times wrote a piece and she calls Trump a bad man. But she also calls on Joe Biden to basically get out of the race because we all know that the guy has got some serious mental health issues going on. He's lost his mind. He's got dementia and he needs to be honest about it now. And then he needs to get out of the race. That's basically what Maureen Dowd wrote in the far right wing New York Times over the weekend. But the point about Michelle Obama and whether it's Michelle Obama or whether it's somebody else, it, it's going to be a surprise. It'll be a switcheroo. It'll be I, I don't want to do this, but for the love of my country, I have to. And you think about what Michelle Obama said recently on a podcast. They asked her what keeps her up at night. And she didn't say what keeps her up at night is, you know, landscaping, carbs. You know, wondering whether or not she's having too much dairy. No, she said what keeps her up at night is democracy, that the, the death of democracy if Trump wins again. That's what she said. So, you know, for all the people out there saying Michelle Obama has no interest in politics, she certainly talks about politics a lot. She certainly comments on it a lot. I mean, if you're not interested in politics, there's a million things that can keep you up at night. A million things. You could, you could, you could, you could be kept up at night by just a fear of spiders. Can't sleep. But no, what she said was democracy, the death of democracy. By the way, breaking news as we just start the show today, the judge in the Georgia criminal case against President Trump says, and I quote, this is regarding the district attorney, Fawny Willis, who brought the charges and was sleeping with Nathan Wade, her boyfriend, who she brought on to be the special assistant prosecutor as a consultant basically as a you know being brought on to help with the case making seven hundred thousand dollars a year taking trips with them there's more information now coming to light that they were together before she hired him that information has come to light so the judge just said a few moments ago uh matt we have the audio of that this was just posted just a short moment ago there was a zoom hearing the judge in the georgia criminal case regarding the the facts around a possible disqualification of the district attorney of Fulton County, Fawny Willis. Take a listen. Specifically looking at Defendant Roman's motion, it alleges a personal relationship that resulted in a financial benefit to the district attorney. And that is no longer a matter of complete speculation. The state has admitted a relationship existed. And so what remains to be proven is the existence and extent of any financial benefit Again, if there, is, if there even was one. So, because I think it's possible that the facts alleged by uh, the defendant could result in disqualification, I think an evidentiary hearing must occur to establish the record on those core allegations. So, Would just to emphasize, I think the issues at point here are whether a relationship existed. And we know it did. We know it did. And now the question is, when did it, did it exist before she brought Nathan Wade on and started paying him? It certainly seems that way. And so what the judge is saying now is that they are going to move forward with an evidentiary hearing. That means Fawny Willis is toast. 
as the district attorney in terms of handling Trump's case. She might be out completely. I mean, the the Georgia legislature, there's a remedy that they have to basically remove her, but she will most certainly be disqualified from this case, which is the end of the Georgia case against Trump, because then they have to get another another prosecutor. And it can't be from her office because the whole office is tainted. So they have to this committee basically finds a new prosecutor and that could take months. It could never happen. It could be a a prosecutor who thinks that the case is BS and drops the charges. So the Georgia case is over because Fawny Willis and Nathan Wade had an affair and she paid him taxpayer dollars where they were having an affair. Allegedly, it certainly seems that way. And then they were going on trips together and the whole thing stinks to high, high heaven. That's a clear conflict of interest. And for that reason, the case against Donald Trump in Georgia is, as I told you in the last couple of weeks, is over. And that was the one. That was the one they were hoping they would get him on. Because in Georgia, there's no pardon power. The governor doesn't have it. The president cannot pardon himself for a state crime. So they were thinking, this is it. We'll lock him up. Throw away the key. Georgia State Prison. And then I joked about how on Inauguration Day, you know, the Navy SEALs would have to go in there and rescue the president from the Georgia penitentiary Escape from Georgia penal edition as they pull him out of the penal system and return him to Washington to serve as president. But for a different reason, the penal system worked in his favor as Phony Willis and Nathan Wade, their affair has now caused the case to blow up. So that's where that stands. In the meantime, as it's getting very, very obvious now, Trump's going to beat Joe Biden. Everybody's out there defending the president's mental agility, saying he's not going anywhere. And there's no there's no chance he drops out of the race. No chance. No chance whatsoever. Except actually James Carville, when he was on the show with Smirconish on the weekend, said, well, it's never too late. And he actually reminded everybody that Lyndon Johnson was a candidate as of February of, of 1968. And it was only in March when Lyndon Johnson came out and said, I will not be running for a second term. Because obviously Lyndon Johnson had completely just messed everything up with the Vietnam War. And he was going to lose. So he dropped out in March and then was replaced. And the point is, it's, it can absolutely happen. But the key is in Carville's warning. And the warning about that is that if you, if that were to happen now, and this is the reason why... I don't dismiss the Michelle Obama rumors. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just not dismissing them like other people are. Because if it, if they are going to do a switch, and Carville points this out, it's a process whereby you, you have state party chairs getting involved and uh, you know all these elected officials getting involved. and becomes a mess. And they won't let that happen. They won't risk that happening and then a candidate getting nominated who they can't control. So for that reason, if they're going to do anything, they're going to do it at the convention, in my opinion. And they'll, they'll cite Biden's health or Biden will cite his health or Biden will, you know, at that point, forget how to get there, whatever it is. And then it, that's when they do the little switcheroo. And look, I'm a little cynical. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cynical guy because I spent my life in Jersey politics. And by the way, thank you again to the Atlantic County Republican Party. My buddy, Chairman Don, uh, Don Purdy, for having me there. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs, and it was honoring Jeff Andrew, Congressman Jeff Andrew. It was a great night. A lot of, lot of, lot of laughs, put it to you that way. Anyway, uh, I've been in Jersey politics a long time, and I remember when they did this exact switcheroo with Robert Torricelli, who was running for U.S. Senate. They did this after the deadline to change candidates had passed, as, as, as ballots, overseas ballots had been printed and sent out. 
But Torricelli was going to lose because he was corrupt. And they switched him out for Frank Lautenberg, who had been a U.S. senator for New Jersey from the inception of New Jersey. And they dug him up. He was legally dead. He's dead now again. There's a train station named after him up in Secaucus, New Jersey. But anyway, they dug up Lautenberg from the grave. He was dead. They put bolts in his neck like Frankenstein and got him back to life. And then he served a term. And then, you know, the rest is history. But anyway, he'd be 100 years old now if he were still alive. He was 100 years old when he died the first time. And then they ran him. So I've seen this. I've seen this before. I've seen this. I've, we've lived this. We've watched it. Everybody in Jersey politics knows that this is entirely possible. Democrats will play these games. They don't care about deadlines. They don't care about anything like that. In fact, even then, when that happened, you know, the Republican Party of New Jersey sued and said, "You, it's too late. The law is very clear. The statute is very clear about when a candidate can be switched and when a candidate can't. And this is just, this is it. Can't do it. But in a unanimous ruling, the New Jersey Supreme Court came back and said, the voters deserve to have... Two-party candidates on there. And it's funny because all these third-party candidates joined in amicus briefs of the court. You know, you had there's always third-party candidates on the ballot. And all these third-party candidates joined amicus briefs, friends of the court briefs, and said, yeah, we, we, we have other choices for the – we don't need a Democrat. But, of course, the New Jersey Supreme Court disagreed and said, forget the deadlines, forget the law. We need to have a Democrat on the ballot, so it's fine. Don't worry about the law. Just ignore it. And they put Tor- they put Lautenberg on the ballot, and he won. And he beat Doug Forrester, and Doug Forrester would have won that election had it been Torricelli. And it was a it was a, a damn shame. If Democrats think Joe Biden is going to lose, that and and to, to Donald Trump, they will do what they have to do, and Joe Biden will be removed. They 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 just cannot risk another term with Donald Trump. As Maureen Dowd writes in the New York Times, as she calls him a bad man. She cites the fact that he's going to go on his revenge tour in his second term. And she's not wrong. It would be a revenge tour. Uh, rightfully deserved, if you ask me. They can't. They can't let that happen. No way. This is the big story of the day today. Brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, Venaria Dental. Go see him for that beautiful smile you deserve. VenariaDental.com. You deserve a great smile. And he will give it to you because he's a great guy, a great dentist, and my my dentist, VenariaDental.com. So there's no way they'll let that happen. So if they have to, if you've got 86% of people saying Biden is too old, 86% according to an ABC News poll, 73% of Democrats say Biden is too old to be president. That's a problem. It's a real problem for them. Now, the only reason why they're not doing anything now is because they're hoping and praying that there's still a chance Nikki Haley will win. And she'll keep the war in Ukraine going and everything will be status quo and they can live with that. So they don't they'll keep Biden in. Then if they won't have to worry about it, it's fine. If she wins, they can handle that for four years. But they cannot risk Trump coming back in. So when you look at all these factors and then you think about all the people going on TV all weekend and protesting up and down about how there's no way it's going to be Michelle Obama. It's no way that Biden's getting out of the race. No way. No how. No chance. You got to say to yourself, there's a whole lot of people protesting here, a whole lot of people. And the question is, if they are going to swap out Biden, if they are going to do that, how does that process work? And what did James Carville say about what it meant when Joe Biden did not do the Super Bowl interview during halftime and what it meant that Joe Biden is not go what it means that Joe Biden is not going to debate Donald Trump, that he cannot debate Donald Trump. 
All of that for you. We're going to talk about it today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. In a Taylor, Taylor Swift free edition of the show, don't go away. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. You know, you got to think sometimes about what I always tell you what it's really about. Like what's happening and what what's really happening. And there's two things happening right now regarding Biden. Two things. Number one, the first thing is when you think about what that the her report that came out and said, look, Biden's not competent to stand trial because a jury would think he's a senile, elderly, old codger and they wouldn't find him guilty. That got all the news. That got all the attention for the weekend. And then everybody spent the weekend saying that's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Number one. Why is that happening that way? Well, because they want him gone, because they think he's going to lose to Trump. But the second reason is because they also want you talking about that aspect of it and not about the other aspect of it, which is that what the special counsel's report really shows is a tremendous amount of overlap of Joe Biden having classified documents that provide a lot of evidence that Hunter Biden's pay to play was a family affair. Yes, so you think to yourself about what it's really about and then what it's really about. And I always tell you, too, you know, two things can be true at the same time. It can absolutely be a way that they can make everybody understand that Joe Biden's got to go. And it could be that. And also because they know that if that's the big story and the corporate media will go with it, then they won't dig in deep to figure out the timelines that exist between Joe Biden, Ukraine and Joe Biden and Hunter, Ukraine and classified documents. Because all that's there, too. It's all there. It's all there for you. And then maybe another reason why they want Joe Biden gone, because all this is there, and they know that that's what they can use as leverage to get rid of him. If they think Joe Biden's going to lose, then Joe Biden's got to go. That's the bottom line. Now, the first thing is that David Axelrod was on with Michael Smirconish on Saturday morning on CNN, and he was asked about Michelle Obama. Now, I'm playing this for you because, again, this is one of those things where You've, you've heard this a lot in politics. Somebody says, ah, oh, I have no interest, and then they wind up running. Because it's, it's the only way it can actually play out would be that way. If it were to, if it were to play out, and Smirconish begins by giving the odds of what it is. Trump is a five to six shot. It's better than even. Biden's 15 to eight, a little better than two to one. Next in line, Michelle Obama, 11 to one, ahead of Nikki Haley, Gavin Newsom, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and Kamala Harris. Those are the Vegas odds makers who say the best chances of being elected this fall. So Trump is a five to six shot. 
Biden 15 to 8. Michelle Obama's 11 to 1. And this is what Axelrod says. Take a listen. Well, here's what I know. Uh, Michelle Obama, Obama loves this country. She's she's a, a brilliant person and a brilliant communicator. But she was a conscript to politics. She never was interested in a political life. Even when uh, uh, Barack Obama was a young politician, uh, she really didn't participate much uh, in his campaigns. I, I was with him in his Senate campaign in 2004. I think she showed up twice uh, in the whole campaign uh, on election nights. So, uh, you know, she uh, she is not someone who likes politics. She doesn't like the tone and tenor of politics. Uh, and I would be floored <laughs> if she would uh, consent to that. They feel that they gave 10 years of their life to this. And I'm sure she feels as uh, Barbara Bush did when she said there has to be someone other than the Bushes and the Clintons who could be president of the United States. My guess is that's her attitude. I always say, Michael, that I have as much chance of dancing in the Bolshoi Ballet next year than uh, than that she would be president of the United States. Uh, and so if you see me running around at the end of the year in a leotard, you'll know what happened. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, what is he going to say? What do you what do you expect him to say if, if he if he's asked a question? Oh, yeah. No, Michael, definitely. We are definitely prepping to swap Michelle Obama in and we'll probably do it at the convention, too. We just don't want anyone to know about it. So shh, don't say anything about it. What do you expect the guy to say? Of course, he's going to say that. Again, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm, I, I also refuse to just rule it out because David Axelrod just said it. That's that's, of course, what you have to say. You the, the only answer is there's no way she'd ever run because the only way they can pull this off if they try this is their conventions in August. It's the end of August. And they do it because Biden's health has failed so miserably, whatever, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't want to do it. She has to do it for her country to save her country because we have the clip, what she said in that podcast interview, what's keeping her up at night. And it's not, you know, oh, I don't know. I mean, are there GMOs in my food or I don't know. Maybe this California wine is cancerous. No, what keeps her up at night at night is the death of democracy. Take a listen. What? is the thing that keeps you up at night now or what is is your biggest fear now after having overcome so many it has less to do with me personally and more to do with the world that we're in there's such a thing as knowing too much mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and when you've been married to the president of the united states who knows everything about everything in the world sometimes you just want to turn you know it off. too much right it's <laughs> like i don't know i don't want to know what was in that folder that you just got that made you quiet Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to know why the security just pulled you over. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be any range of things that comes across the desk of the leader of the free world. Right. So I know a lot about what's going on and what keeps me up are the things that I know. Mm -hmm. um, the war in the region, in too many regions. What is AI going to do for us? The environment, you know, are we moving at all fast enough? What are we doing about education? Mm. Are people going to vote? And why aren't people voting? Are we too stuck to our phones? I mean, those yeah. are the things that yeah. keep me up because you, you don't have control over them. Mm -hmm. And you wonder, where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit 
it affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't really even do anything. And I'm like, oh, my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. And sometimes I, I worry that we do. Those are the things mm. that keep me up. Mm. 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 Yeah, I know that's what most people who have no interest in politics say. That, that's what keeps them up at night, too. Yeah, that, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a standard answer from somebody who has no interest whatsoever in getting back into politics. And, of course, she doesn't have to actually be the president. I mean, Barack Obama's president now. Who do you think is running the show at the White House? There was somebody said to me the other day, he's got a friend in the Secret Service. He said, Obama's in the West Wing all the time. Of course he is. So Obama's running the country now. He just run the country if Michelle was president. Again, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just simply saying that don't 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 believe them when they tell you that there's no chance that would happen because that's exactly how they would play it out. It's exactly how they play it out. Here's Biden's. Uh, and, and speaking of which, if they were to do it at the convention, Bill Maher made a point about this. That this is what they would do and this is how it should go. And also nobody would really care. People like Bill Maher are saying this because this is what they hope happens because they're terrified again of Trump having a, another term. So what Bill Maher said, cut 12. Sorry, hang, hang on on uh, Maher. I just noticed there was a curse word in that. that oh, OK, no down. problem. Sorry about well, that. here's Biden's campaign co-chair, Mitch, Mitch Landu from um, Louisiana. And he's never going to quit. Biden's never, ever, ever going to quit. Never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, never, no way, no how, no chance, never cut 13. Is it possible? Thousand infrastructure projects. He remembers how to build one of the strongest economies in the world. He remembers how to make sure that the unemployment rate stays as low as it has for 50 years and to create 800,000 jobs. And that is why, let me just finish, that is why the president says, watch me. And the president has demonstrated an incredible amount of accomplishment in a few short years that outpaced anything that Donald Trump has ever done, including creating 15 million jobs. People are watching him. And again, 76 percent of them have those concerns. And so do some of his donors. This is what The Washington Post is saying, quote, top Biden donors were fielding calls and text messages from anxious Democrats asking if other Democrats still had time to jump into the presidential race. When is Gavin getting in or how about Whitmer or Shapiro buzzed around Democratic circles over the last 24 hours? How do you respond to Democrats who say they want to see a change at the top of the ticket? I'm in the process of doing it right now and, and demonstrating that the president's accomplishment have really been second to none. And Joe Biden's going to get up every day. The one thing Joe Biden is never going to do is count on this. He is never, ever going to quit because that's not what he's done his entire life, notwithstanding the fact that, by the way, he lost another Mr. child early Mr. in his life and he got up and he went to work. And then Mr. he Lynch. had difficulty with his other son and he got up and he went to work and he's going to keep doing that uh, as we move the country forward. Very quickly, was it a mistake for him not to do the Super Bowl interview, to miss talking to as many as 60 million people? No, I don't think so. I think people really want to watch the Super Bowl tonight and, and, and think about football. They don't want to hear from a politician. So I think he made I think he made the right choice for himself at this time. That's exactly, of course, what you would expect Mitch Landrieu, the campaign co-chair, to say. James Carville, though, uh, different different position on that point. You know, James Carville thinks it was a huge mistake, and it says a lot that he did not do the Super Bowl interview. And I think that James Carville is being a lot more honest here than Mitch Landrieu is. A lot more honest. Carville also said in that interview with Smirconner, she said, um, you could do it. You could swap him out at the convention. You could definitely do it. It's been done. 
just a lot of people would get involved. See, and that's the other reason why that they need to keep this under wraps because a lot of people would get involved. And then those people might choose somebody that the, that the, the, the Obamas don't want. Really, I mean, that's what it is. So if it's going to happen that way, it's going to be a switcheroo at the last minute, last possible second before they can do anything. Which, by the way, did you notice that they mentioned Shapiro as in Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro to take over? The same problem exists, though, for them as it does with Gavin Newsom, which is how do you shove aside the first female black vice president for another white dude? I mean, Democrats have done it before. They did it with Biden getting the nomination in 2020, but this is different now. Now, they're already losing black support. Do they want to risk that by just shoving aside Kamala Harris, who's even more popular than Joe Biden is, for another white guy? Now, Woke doesn't like that very much, so Woke would not be happy if it's Newsom or Shapiro or, or you know, his royal rugness, King Philip the Unaccountable in Jersey, or even Gretchen Whitmer. I don't think they would like it. So, you know, Michelle Obama solves that problem. Of course, the other problem, other way you can solve it is you get that cranky Justice Sonia Sotomayor to step down. And then you put Kamala Harris on the Supreme Court, in which case then you've satisfied, you've gotten rid of her, and then you can make a change. That's certainly another thing they could do. I, I don't trust these people, and I think you have to think about the seven or eight moves down the chessboard here because it's very obvious how bad this is. Here is Carville on with Smirconish over the weekend. Do you have that one, Matt? I think I think you have yeah, that one, right? Yeah, that's right. Take a listen. Well, when you don't accept the Super Bowl interview. You, you're about to know pulling averages, you're three points down in a two-way. Uh, it's the biggest television audience, not even close. And you get a chance to do a 20, 25-minute interview on that day, and you don't do it, that's the kind of sign that the staff or yourself doesn't have much confidence in you. There's no other way to read this. And he's not going to do debates. He is old. I... I I know what it is because I'm almost as old as he is. And it's never going to get better. You're never, you know. It's never going to get better. It's never going to get better. He's not going to do debates. He didn't do the Super Bowl interview. It's never going to get better. But the other thing, too, about all this is the Ukraine corruption stuff, which I'm telling you is a problem that's trying to be glossed over. And at the very same time that's happening right now, they're still trying to push billions more for Ukraine billions and billions of dollars so all this is coming together at the same time i have more details on that for you as the show progresses today 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in on twitter at rich zioli you can always listen of course on the free odyssey app don't forget to do that it's free may have to restart it a couple times but it's free matt did you did you um get the curse word out of bill maher by Uh, chance let's play that when we come back we'll play that when we come back i know he drops an f-bomb in it but we have a delay of anywhere from 17 minutes to a half hour. So I don't think it's a big deal if we got to dump it. But We have 30 seconds. Right. 30 seconds. They increased sure. it. Okay. On the app, it's only 10 minutes. So well, you'll hear this 10 minutes from now if you're listening on the app. <laughs> the app, all bets are off. Right. When you're listening on the app, by the time you're hearing me say you are now caught up, you're 10 minutes behind. <laughs> Just know that. Listen, Dr. Mike Venaria is going to give you the beautiful smile you deserve. Just go to VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. He's my dentist. He's my friend. He's a great guy. He's got two locations to serve you in Cinnaminson and Woodbury. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, all right, with all my, my 
self-improvement regimen. Have I neglected my smile? Well, if you have, you're not alone. People do it all the time. They're worried about going to the dentist or they think it's too expensive or whatever it is. But you deserve a great smile. And that's what Dr. Mike does. His specialty, those complicated dental implants, complicated dental procedures. If you've had an estimate on one, go see Dr. Mike Venaria for a second opinion. For over 10 years, he's been recognized, 10 consecutive years, as a master of dental implants, as one of the absolute top dentists in New Jersey. And he's a great guy. I told you the whole family goes to him. He's uh, got great music playing in the office, great people working for him, and both of his locations are wonderful, accommodating, and they put your care first. So reach out to him today, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. My buddy, my friend, and the master of dental implants, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Yeah, we got a lot going on today. It's a busy, busy day. All right, DeSantis, were you able to get the uh, curse word out of Bill Maher? It is edited now, yes. It is edited for your listening entertainment from Friday night's Real Clear. Take a listen. He did not run on a promise not to run again, but he did run on a big hint. Yeah. He said, I see myself as a bridge that's collapsing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No. But... I see myself as a bridge. I read that as one term. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And I guess the question now is, is it too late? And I don't think it is, because I still think you can do it at the convention. I don't, I, and people have said to me, oh, that's ridiculous. They'll look like, they'll look like nothing. Nobody gives a what you do at the convention. (laughs) They'd be thrilled if they did it the day before the election. Yeah, uh, you can definitely do it at the convention. No question about it. No, no doubt about it. Or you could just have uh, Travis Kelsey just scream in his face and tell him to get out of the out of the race. You could try that. All right. So what what happened with that, Henry? What he was screaming is he having a roid rage? So that was right after uh, a fumble that led to a turnover. Got the uh, gave the 49ers the ball back. Uh, he was upset that he wasn't in the game. Uh, that he wasn't really getting the targets that uh, he should to start off the game because the offense was kind of stalling at that point. So I think uh, you know the emotion of a championship game of a Super Bowl got the best of him. Got in his coach's face, being like, "Hey, you got I got to be in the game. I I got to have the ball. We can't have things like this happen in the Super Bowl." And he shoved him. He yeah, shoved that, the red. That was uncalled for. Yeah, you, you should think? never be shoving your coach. Uh, shouldn't be screaming like that in his face either. I understand where he's coming from with that, but no, it's unacceptable. No, nah, you don't shove your coach. Everybody knows that. It's bad sportsmanship. Kids are watching, damn it. Just like when his uh, his girlfriend chugged a beer. Kids are watching, damn it. <laughs> uh, now, did, what did what did Andy Reid say about, about getting shoved? Did he say anything? Uh... Andy Reid deflected. He was like, oh, I just got my hip replaced. He uh, kind of surprised me and knocked me over. And when oh, they asked Travis please. about it, he said, uh, I was just telling him, telling him how much I love him. Oh, please. Yeah. I'm friggin' liars. Uh, you know, winning solves all you know all problems. You win. Oh, that's true. You don't, you don't got an issue. Yeah, winning does have a, an amazing ability to do that to people. It really, truly does. Did you like the game? That was a good game, right? Oh, great game. I mean, the good guys won. Yeah. Good guys won. Yeah. Thank well, God. it was a big win for the CIA. Am I right? <laughs> Psyop is going according to plan. We were watching it last night, and we kept making jokes like, uh, you know, the, you know, the kicker for San Francisco who missed that extra point. Oh, Moody, yeah. yeah. So you know the reason why? Because they were holding his mother, and they said that they would kill her if he 
kick that point. <laughs> True story. No joke. They threatened to put her in a CIA black site in Algeria if he made that extra point. I'm just I'm just reporting what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. Kick, kick it low enough so so the yeah, chief kick can it block low enough, it. and you'll or you'll never see your mother again. <laughs> We're gonna waterboard her in Algeria. It is nuts that he managed to hit those two fifty yarders, but the chip yeah. shot extra point he blew. Just saying, just saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, listen, big four o'clock hour, the link between Biden and Ukraine and the special counsel's report on the classified documents is there much more here than just simply he's an elderly man with a bad memory. You bet. Uh, NJ diet's going to help you lose some weight, 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. That's it. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. You can do this. And NJ diet's with you every step of the way. And I'm so excited that the results are guaranteed because it's all natural. No shots, no hormones. You don't have to be taking shots for the rest of your life. You don't want the side effects and you don't want surgery. You don't want to eat awful prepackaged food. Disgusting. You want to do it the right way. See, NJ Diet uses your body chemistry specific to you, your biochemistry. And that's why it works. And that's why it's guaranteed to work. And you get the doctor's personal email, the doctor's personal phone number. And they are there for you every day every step of the way to make sure you lose the weight and then you keep it off. So call them today and get started. Before you know it, spring is here. The sweaters are gone and you are going to be feeling and looking your best. Go to njdiet.com, njdiet.com or call them at 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET and lose the weight for good. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.